Hey, this is Dave Pryor. We're here in the leading Agile booth at Agile 2019. We're doing interviews all week long with speakers and other thought leaders that are here at the conference. Carlos Oliveira is here. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Dave. AdaptiveX is your company. That's right. And before we get to the topic, can you talk a little bit about what your company does? Sure. Yeah. So my company, AdaptiveX, helps organizations, uh, small, large, not-for-profits, test ideas and come up with uh, better products and services. Okay, cool. So you're doing a session tomorrow at 1045, The Power of Design Sprints. So I'm very curious about this. People ask me about it in class all the time. And since I'm teaching straight up scrum, I don't really get to talk about design sprints. Right. I don't totally understand them to be completely frank with you. What are they? Um, Okay. So one way to describe them is a process, like an interactive process that allows teams to kind of come together and basically solve uh, really big problems. Okay. Test new ideas. Um, If. It, I like to kind of think about it as the greatest hits of both agile, lean, and design thinking. Essentially, okay. um, you know, one of the one of the uh, guys by the name of uh, uh, Douglas Ferguson actually kind of coined that term, so a greatest okay. hits method. Um, but the idea basically is kind of like a recipe that you can follow okay. um, in in solving a particular problem. Now, okay. These problems are typically problems that are, let's say, big challenges. Okay. Um, that don't necessarily have certain outcomes. Okay. So. Like a spike, kind of, but longer? Yeah, a little bit longer. Uh, it's time boxed, okay. right? So five days. Um, you know, basically, you're looking at exploring the problem, uh, coming up with as many ideas or solutions that you can think of. Okay. Uh, making a decision around which ones that you'd like to kind of move forward and test. Okay. And then bringing in real people to get real data and uh, getting some kind of real evidence to move so an idea forward. Like design thinking, kind of? Or? Yeah, so design thinking. Except design thinking, if you think about it more as like a philosophy with a set of tool sets that you can draw upon it in okay. any time yeah design sprints is like a recipe so so it's kind of hard to screw it up okay all right so when people ask me about this in class they say we're doing scrum but we also do design sprints right beforehand so that's is it like a parallel to capturing the requirements not that that's what the focus of it is but you know there's companies that say we do agile for the development portion right we do everything else traditional but you're saying take one specific problem one week you have a solution by the end of it you can execute on or have you executed by the end of it? Yeah, so it's not quite as clean as that because okay. um, you've got some options. Okay. So some, so I've seen it where teams, like some teams are discovery teams. Okay. And then, let's say they're running some design sprints, kind of exploring an idea, testing an idea, seeing if there's um, value there. Okay. And then they might pass it on to another team to actually execute it. Now, that's okay. not necessarily ideal because okay. there's some problems that come along with that. All right. Um, some teams kind of run it in parallel. So almost like dual track agile. Okay. Where you're kind of doing the discovery and delivery at the same time. Okay. So you may decide if... Almost Almost like mobbing, you may decide a few team members will spend the next few days right. running the sprint, um, testing ideas with clients where other team members are still continuing on to doing build and delivery work. Okay. Um, you may decide collectively as a team to choose one sprint to actually just run the design sprint, essentially. So they'd all swarm on that together. Exactly. Okay. And what are the components of a design sprint? Like you said, it's like a recipe. So what, what do we have to put into it? Yeah. So the thing is, there's if you're looking, if you're just kind of starting out, right. there's a lot of activities that come along with it. Okay. Um, over 15 different activities. Oh, wow. Everything okay. from exploring the business challenge, kind of understanding what your two-year 
goal is, okay. how to measure those outcomes, essentially. Um, looking at, you know, what are some risky assumptions that you're making about the idea, for example. Okay. Uh, questions that you'd like to answer by the end of the sprint. Um, you're also looking at, okay, what are the specific problems that we're trying to solve? So okay. we use things from design thinking, like how might we statements that allow us to really um, refine and frame up the challenge or the problem. Okay. Uh, we use different ideation techniques, kind of visual thinking, visual sketching, essentially. Okay. Um, then obviously we do prototyping, testing. So there's a lot of different activities. Okay. Once teams kind of get familiar with the process, then it becomes more of a tool set. So maybe you don't necessarily need to run the full five days. You can draw upon what you need and kind of execute that. And you could include it in a regular sprint? Absolutely. Okay. So how does this bang up against something like, like Scrum, where it's, you know, the, as Ken Schwaber says, you're doing Scrum or you're not doing Scrum. Right. If they're including design sprints, is that are they violating it or is it... No, not at all. Not I so think Scrum, so Scrum is a fantastic framework. It's pretty lightweight, right? Yeah. So it says, okay, we've got transparency, we've got inspection and adaption. Um, we're not going to tell you exactly what you need to do okay. in your sprint. Whereas the design sprint takes the opposite approach. It says, no, no, we're going to tell you exactly what you need to do. Okay. Um, but both of them kind of can coexist. Okay. Um, I think the thing about sprints, design sprints that I love is that it really focuses on learning. So it gets very specific around, you know, you've got one week. What do you want to try and learn by the end of this week? Okay. Uh, Which actually scrum teams could benefit a lot from because sometimes I find scrum teams kind of get into this build mode where they're making a commitment, let's say, and then they're actually trying to deliver on that commitment. Right. And they forget about the fact that, well, actually, this is an opportunity to learn something. Okay. um, Potentially, right? Yeah. Like you have that potential. But they're still delivering something at the end of the design sprint, just not to the, all the way to the customer, maybe. Well, actually, they're delivering it to the customer, but only for the purposes of learning. Okay. Right? So, they're bringing in customers. They're talking to their customers. They're they're getting them to interact with the product or service. um, And then they're learning with the intent to kind of iterate and refine, essentially. Okay. Which, ultimately, is what we're trying to do in Scrum as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, whatever they produce, that might not be the thing that we end up shipping, but it's going to contribute to us knowing what to ship. Exactly. Or what we're going to end up building. So, almost like prototyping. It's Yeah. That's what it is. Oh. Okay. Well, that makes it a little easier. Yeah. So, you mentioned sometimes there's a... sprint that team that does a design sprint that hands off their work yeah there's are are there ever teams that only do design sprints like that's their expertise yeah so a lot of um, large enterprise organizations will typically have innovation teams yeah um, in incubators or accelerators for example and those teams will be running this process essentially they'll just be constantly running one after another okay they'll be exploring um, ideas that might be coming from the mothership for example and then just getting some data based on those ideas when should people use these so they work really well at the beginning of projects. Okay. Um, if you're kicking off a project, uh, just to reduce some complexity, some uncertainty. Okay. Because you're getting that real feedback re- quite quickly. Yeah. Um, but they can, like, pro- you know, product owners, product managers can run them at any time that you've got some uncertainty or scope kind of hitting your product. Okay. Uh, so that works really well there. Um, I've also seen them used, you know, in non kind of software, like, so let's say traditional software domains. Okay. Right. So HR really trying to tackle a, an employee oh, wow. engagement issue. Okay. Um, or maybe a physical product, for example, where you're trying to engage with customers. Okay. So it, it can be used kind of in many, many different, different ways. scenarios. So yeah. it's about just really focusing on understanding the problem. What is the best solution we can come exactly, up with? Exactly. Yeah. Are there any challenges or concerns that you think people should pay attention to when they start using these? Yeah, so I think design sprints are excellent for testing desirability of a solution. Okay. Uh, so when you're working with customers to understand, okay, is this something that customers love? Yeah, do they really, really want it. Do they really want it? Yeah. Um, when we're talking about things like feasibility or viability, so can we build it, the technical aspects of it? Yeah. Um, 
the conversations that come out of design sprints are actually quite powerful and important around right. that alignment. But if you're testing, if you're doing more testing in that aspect, yeah. then you won't necessarily have that accomplished potentially within okay. a design sprint. Okay. Um, it's not that you can't do it. It's just that, you know, traditionally that hasn't necessarily been the focus. Okay. Um, how do I, how do I know? I mean, is there a way to, to like suddenly realize, oh my gosh, we need this? Like when, when would a, a team decide, oh, we're going to go, we need to go do one of these? So if a team is, let's say, stuck, yeah. they're not quite sure what direction they should take. They're not quite sure how to solve a particular problem. Okay. Uh, design sprints can lend themselves really well. Okay. Because um, A, you're start, you're gonna, it's, it's all about being tangible yeah. over having kind of like long discussions. So if, you, if you're caught kind of having these endless meetings, endless discussions right. as a team, um, around which direction you should be taking. This might help you kind of yeah, that's focus a, that a little more. That's a good flag for, hey, maybe we should run a design sprint. Okay. Have you ever used it with an organization that's trying to go through agile transformation to solve one of those problems, like an organizational or business problem? And would it work in that context? Um, <clears throat> would it work? So that's a good question. So because we have used it in instances that aren't just traditional software, right. then it can be quite helpful okay. uh, if you're testing some ideas around process, right? Okay. So if you're thinking about implementing a new process, a lot of the same principles still apply. So day one, let's visualize the problem. Let's get the process on the wall. Let's talk about it. Where should okay. we focus our attention? You know, day two, let's come up with some different options or solutions. Right. Uh, day three, let's make a decision. Day four, what's the smallest thing that we can do to build to kind of test that idea? Okay. And then day five, let's bring in some people and, and kind of you know, get their feedback or their input. Okay. So from that perspective, I, I say it's pretty versatile. Um, you know, what's interesting is that, yeah, transformations have a lot of strategy, let's say, aspects mm -hmm. to it. They have a lot of impediments. Yeah. Um, and so kind of, you know, taking your, your top impediment and maybe tackling it with a, a group of people using right. this kind of compressed format could be quite helpful. Okay. Um, do you need... I'm just trying to think of all the questions that I can ask you about this, so I'm totally sorted on it before we finish the interview. <laughs> Do you need special kinds of people on this team, or is this just a regular team, like with developers and QA and whoever, or are there people with certain skills around product design, things like that, that you'd want to have on this team? So you definitely want people who are knowledgeable about the topic. Okay. Um, you know, there is an opportunity to bring in others and right. interview experts, for example. Okay. So that's one of the activities. If that makes sense. Exactly. Okay. Uh, but definitely key people are people that really have a good understanding of the challenge. You want okay. some diversity in thinking. Okay. Uh, so not everybody from one particular discipline. Er, yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously, if you're going to be doing some prototyping, then having some skills on the team that allow you that to can do, do that, that. Yeah, okay. would be helpful. Cool. So if people want to get in touch with you to learn more about this stuff, what's the best way to do that? Uh, so you can email me anytime at carlos at adaptivex.ca. Okay. Um, so that's a, a, a great way. Or you can follow me on Twitter at with Carlos O. Okay. Thanks very much for coming by, Matt. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. Good luck it. tomorrow. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Cool, thanks. thanks.